Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. Um, let's see. Aaron Jackson, long track speed skating, gold medal. Let's talk about roller derby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I am jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Villages, some of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. We'll talk to athletes whose performances are pushing the medal count on snow and ice, discussing pretty much anything and everything but actually winning medals because we want to go behind the scenes and even Olympic heroes have to eat. Unfiltered conversations from the ground about the daily experiences that make up the real athlete experience of the games. You know, like life and being in the village because it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies all the time. You can hear us in the headphones okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. Gold medal it is, Erin. Congratulations. Thank you so much for joining us on In the Village podcast. You have a very interesting story how you got into the sport. Inline skating was kind of your thing for a lot of your life. And then one day you took the ice and you compared it to kind of like being like Bambi, you know, just not feeling at home yet. Can you talk about why you made the switch and, and kind of what ignited that flame to want to start skating. Right. Yeah. So I've been on roller skates for pretty much my whole life and roller skating will always be like my first love. Um, but unfortunately like the inline speed skating is not an Olympic sport. So it's kind of common for the inline speed skaters to kind of um, cross over to ice if they want to take that next step. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I want to do. I wanted to uh, give it a shot and see if I could, if I could handle it on the ice. <laughs> Handled it quite well. You're within like five years of actually starting the sport and already on the top of the podium at the biggest stage in the world. Can you talk about your teammate and your relationship with Brittany Bow? She was an integral part of you being in Beijing. Um, and I just absolutely love your friendship and your relationship. Can you give us some inside scoop into what that's like being there with her? Right. Yeah. So I've known Brittany since I was 10 years old, ever since I joined the, uh, the inline team back at home in Florida. So the two of us are from the same city, actually. And we grew up skating on the same team, the same coach, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, back then, you know, I'm a few years younger. So it was just kind of like little kid looking up to big kid. Um, and now that I'm in Salt Lake City, we're out there together. It's more of like a, like a peer, like friendship relationship. And yeah, it's just been amazing. She's an amazing uh, friend and mentor and teammate and just, Pretty much uh, everything. She's she's pretty great. Are you guys roommates in Beijing? We are. So um, there are five people and in an apartment, and then we all have our separate bedrooms. Awesome. Um, we've spoken with Austin Kleba uh, <laughs> a couple days ago, and he is quite the character. I was going to say he's a um, character. Is, <laughs> he, yes, he's definitely a character. Are there any like inside jokes amongst all of you guys? And I want to know who is the best packer? Like, who is the most efficient packer of the team? Um, well, I know who's not the best packer. That's probably Casey Dawson. Um, when we okay. went <laughs> we went on the World Cups uh, the first time around uh, this season, he left all of his shirts at home. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like all of his actual team attire? Like all of his T-shirts. 
Um, he had them like, I guess, organized and prepared to go, but he left his whole stack of t-shirts on the table. So perfect. Yeah. Are you a good packer, Aaron? Uh, I, I'm a good overpacker. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. And especially with all of the stuff that you guys get being on the Olympic team, can you, can you actually just talk about all of that and the amazing kit that you guys get? Like, is there one piece of the kit that really stands out to you? Right. I love jackets and we got a ton of really nice jackets. Um, so yeah, there's this one like kind of lighter, uh, Ralph jacket that's kind of like color blocked. And I think that one's my favorite. Yeah. Any, anything light enough for you to wear when you go back home to Ocala? Um, yeah, there are a few. I mean, (laughs) we have some days that go below 70. Um, but yeah, I actually live full time in Salt Lake city now. That's awesome. Do you ever get back home to Florida? I know you've totally moved there. Your dad is there. But do you ever go home to Florida? Uh, Let's see. The last time I was there was uh, this past summer or last summer. Uh, So yeah, hopefully I'll I'll get to drop in again this summer. (laughs) Okay. So I I have to ask this because this makes me really, really happy. Um, You went to the University of Florida. So did I. Um, What years were you there? Uh, 2011 to 2015. Okay. So I was there 10 to 14. So I feel like there was... There There's must have been a moment, Aaron, when you and I were on campus and <laughs> we didn't know it, but we've crossed paths. Just a super cool, you know, little tidbit. Is there a favorite place for you in Gainesville to like favorite restaurant, favorite coffee shop, just your spot? Oh, let's see. I think I hadn't really gotten into coffee yet at that point. Now I'm a coffee person, but back then I think I had just started trying chai and I just got it in the rights union at Starbucks. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Rights Union. <yes. laughs> so yeah, favorite restaurant, Rights Union Cafeteria, or whatever you call it, food court. <laughs> yep, with your Gator One swiping yep. away. <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about Gainesville. I know that I have a go-to place, but I can't remember the name of it. It was just like a little uh, diner in Midtown. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> that's fair enough. Gainesville has just like completely changed. It's right. <laughs> It's blowing up right now. So it's sadly probably not even there anymore. Um, I know. So switching gears to food in the village, what was your meal like before your race? Do you kind of eat the same thing all the time? Did you switch it up that day? How do you fuel yourself to gold medals? Right. Yeah. I'm not a super uh, conscious eater, I guess you say. Um, uh, My teammates always like make fun of me or joke with me because uh, like when we go to the world cups and they have like the big buffets, I'm always the one getting like the strange foods and like the weird meats and everything Um, here. I mean uh, the food is, it all looks uh, what's a good word for it. Bland, but like not in a bad way, like safe bland. (laughs) Um, Like I'm, I'm thinking pastas. Yeah. Rice. Yeah, pretty much. So maybe not a lot of color. Right. What did I have? I know I had breakfast. I had a lot of pancakes. We've been making pancakes in our room. We've got like a little uh, griddle thing. Um, So yeah, we've been making pancakes almost every morning. So I had pancakes and eggs for breakfast. Um, Lunch, I went down and got like some chicken and rice, you know, pretty simple. And then Mm -hmm. since I raced so late, I just had like another little smaller meal. I just had some, some oatmeal before I headed to the ring. What time was your race that night in Beijing? Um, I raced at 1030. Oh, wow. That is very late. Yeah. (laughs) Does that, um, you know, as an athlete, are you taking a nap during the day and then having coffee to kind of re-wake up? 
Um, I'm normally a pretty big napper, but I think I've only napped like twice since I've been here. Um, I think just because the training has been a little easier, like we've been more on more of a taper since we got here. So I haven't been as tired as I normally am. So I'm normally a pretty big napper. Um, but yeah, we just kind of shifted our sleeping schedules. So my bedtime has been about 1.30 and then like trying to eat breakfast around like 10.30 or 11 a.m. So yeah, just kind of shifting the yeah. schedules a bit to get ready for that super late race. Yeah. Um, you mentioned taper. When you are at the games and you are tapering, are you still touching weights or are you kind of totally backing off of that? Um, how much less are you skating than normal? What does that look like at the games? Um, yeah, I was still uh, touching the weights, just not as intensely um, as I have been previously, you know. So, yeah, everything was cut back a little bit. Um, yeah, a bit less time on ice, like, and then our ice workouts were a little shorter as well. And then I think it's also a bit individual from skater to skater. Um, I do a little bit better with more rest, and some skaters do better when they keep the intensity up. So, yeah, it's just all kind of uh, individualized. Well, I know taper time is the best time, so I'm happy that <laughs> you ha- you hit your taper. It was all good. Um, before I let you go, can let's talk about roller derby a little bit. How fun is that? Like, what is your favorite part about roller derby? The people. I mean, it's just a really cool community, you know. Um, uh, I love the derby crew, and yeah, I'm just really excited to get back into that sport. I, I miss all all my friends. <laughs> is that kind of your outlet outside of speed skating? Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of fun, and I haven't really done any team sports. So just having, you know, that team aspect that I don't really get to ever do, like my, my sport's super individual. So yeah, being able to go out there and like be part of a team is just really awesome. So shout out to my team, uh, Jacksonville Roller Derby. <laughs> yes, shout out to Jacksonville Roller Derby. Well, we know that they will open-armed welcome you home <laughs> with that gold medal. Aaron. congratulations, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Every four years, the world's greatest athletes compete for gold, and that time is now. The Winter Olympics on NBC and Peacock. 17 days of action, excitement, glory, and history in the making. Don't miss a single epic moment. The Winter Olympics continue tonight on NBC and Peacock.